Hey, Keurig coffee drinkers. Need a cold coffee with a bold flavor? Dunkin' Cold K-Cup pods were specially crafted for cold coffee. Brew over ice straight out of the Keurig coffee maker for smooth, delicious Dunkin' taste you know and love. Find your next Dunkin' Cold coffee in the roasted coffee aisle. It's 8 o'clock on today. Coming up, last-minute deal. Overnight, Israel and Hamas extending their truce to a seventh day after an additional group of hostages, including an American, are released. We're live with the latest. Then buy now, pay later. How you can make the most of the wildly popular shopping strategy that does not charge interest. So is it the best move this holiday season? What to know before you buy? Plus, let's play our inside look at the top toys of 2023, from the hard to get to the easy to afford. We've got you covered. And Songs of the Season shares new Christmas single hits number one, why it marks a major milestone for the iconic singer. Then Walker Hayes gets festive and fancy, the viral hit getting a Christmas makeover. And speaking of holiday music, did we mention it's all coming up in Pop Start today, Thursday, November 30th, 2023. Spend our night at the tree lighting. And spending our morning at today. Celebrating our engagement from Dover, New Hampshire. Today's my birthday. Shout out to our hometown, Birmingham. Michigan celebrating our 40th anniversary. We traveled 5,000 miles to celebrate our 60th birthday at the Today Show. From We have got to get out there immediately uh, and visit with those wonderful folks. Welcome back. It's a Thursday morning. We're so happy you're starting it with us. I oh, love being along with everybody out on the plaza and recording artist Hoda Kotb. <laughs> I don't want to brag. No. This oh, song is incredible. A carefree Christmas. Oh, I'm singing it all the time. Everyone's singing it. Everyone. Everyone is. Yes. Everyone and humming it. It's yeah, humming dancing it. to it. I mean, it's a real earworm. So we'll have more on that a little bit later. Yeah, okay, guys, can't wait for this story. We're going to share it next week. We all got to recreate one of the most iconic photos of all time, construction workers dangling over New York while eating their lunch. It's thanks to The Beam. This is a new experience, high atop 30 Rock, and we got to be their very first guest. So we'll show you more and how we recreated that photo mm-hmm. and survived to tell next week on Today. All right, let's get to our news at 8 o'clock. Israel and Hamas have agreed to extend their ceasefire at least through today. But even that is being put to the test this morning. Meantime, an American mother freed by Hamas overnight headed back with her family. NBC's chief foreign correspondent Richard Engel joins us now in from Jerusalem with the very latest. Hey, Richard, good morning. Uh, Good morning. So on on the positive side, yes, Hamas and Israel did in the 11th hour agree to extend this ceasefire uh, after Hamas released uh, 16 more hostages, including that Israeli-American woman. uh, And that is welcome news to to their families. Uh, 30 Palestinians were also released from Israeli jails. But this morning, there was a shooting attack here in Jerusalem. Three Israelis were killed. Hamas claimed responsibility 
responsibility. There was a violent clash uh, in the West Bank city of Jenin. Two Palestinian boys were killed. And they, the, the deal was supposed to be extended. The ceasefire was supposed to be extended at least two days, perhaps more than that. So there are concerns that this deal could be breaking down and that uh, Israel could resume its uh, military campaign against Hamas in Gaza, potentially even tomorrow. Secretary Blinken is in Israel. This is his fourth trip here. He's trying to push this ceasefire to see if it can be extended even further and to try and pressure Israel, convincing them to try and avoid uh, civilian casualties if or when the military campaign in Gaza resumes. All right. Richard Engelforce here in Jerusalem. Richard, thank you. Japan has grounded its Osprey military aircraft one day after the deadly crash of a U.S. Air Force Osprey off its southern coast. Japan is also asking U.S. forces to suspend their Osprey flights in that country pending a safety review. An exception would be made for those involved in the current search and rescue mission. Yesterday's crash during a training flight killed at least one of the eight crew members. The vertical takeoff and landing planes have been involved in a number of accidents in recent years. Well, starting tomorrow, December 1st, Google is going to start deleting unused Gmail accounts. They put out a, a warning notice back in May, but there's still time to protect all those old photos and documents that you might have tucked away in one of those emails. NBC's business reporter Brian Chung is here with the details on this one. So first of all, for folks who haven't been following this, why why is Google doing this and what's considered inactive? Yeah, good morning, everyone. Well, they're saying it's for security reasons. So there are a few, for example, one being that if you haven't used your account in a long time, you're more likely to have a weak password. You're more likely to not have two-factor authentication set up where you have to use your cell phone to log in as well. And they say you could be more vulnerable to identity theft or scams. These are all serious things. If you have personal information on there and you just forgot about it, that's the reason why they're saying we're going to go through, we're going to delete these accounts that aren't active. So if you have one of these kind of zombie accounts that you never use (laughs) and they, they go ahead and delete it, so all your emails, any photos, anything you have associated with that account is gone forever? Yeah, well, I mean, and the thing is with Google, right, they have so many different products. It's not just Gmail and your email. It could be a number of other products yeah. as well. So they have things like, for example, Google Docs and Google Drive. Yeah. If you have files in there, spreadsheets, letters, those could get deleted. Also things like uh, calendars. Uh, you also have photos. So a lot of people upload photos to Google yeah. Photos. You would lose those if you don't uh, log back on, basically. So, so important to remember. So that. do you just have to, let's say yours has been dormant for a while and you're like, you're thinking, I don't want mine deleted. All you have to do is log into your account and yep. then they'll leave you alone? Yeah. So I mean, it's, the stakes are pretty high, but the solution is pretty easy. All you have to do is log back in and then show Google that you're an active account. So ways that you could do that go into a Google search after you've logged into your account. You can also do things like send an email. You could watch a YouTube video. All you have to do is do that once. Oh. Then you show Google that it's active and they won't uh, go back and delete it. But just logging in isn't enough. You got to take some action once you're in there. That, that is yeah. right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Cool. All right. Thanks, Thank you, Brian. Thank you. All right. We got some big news from the NFL this morning. Um, it's got the sports world talking. New York Jets quarterback Aaron Rodgers returned to the practice field yesterday. It's only been 11 weeks after that surgery he had to repair a torn Achilles. Recovery from that procedure usually takes up to a year. So Rodgers is targeting the game on December 24th. Christmas Eve is a comeback, but the Jets head coach, Robert Sala, says it's too soon to say whether or not he will actually play this season. So he's got his own healing regimen that may be different from what the doctors ordered. anyone can do it. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers. He's working hard. Yeah. All right. Coming up, a star-studded pop star packed with new holiday hits. They're talking about it. They're singing it. Merry Christmas. They're downloading it. They're streaming it. Okay. 
I mean, when's the tour? That's what we want to know. <laughs> exactly. Plus, a short tour. <laughs> we're going to break down a popular choice this holiday shopping season. Buy now, pay later. Christine Romans is here. She can explain how it works, when you should avoid it, and some alternatives to consider right after this. Crank it. In life, we're often driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to find candidates isn't to search. It's to match with Indeed. Indeed's a matching and hiring platform used by over 300 million global monthly users, according to Indeed data. Need quality candidates fast? Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. And you'll connect with candidates in no time. And it's not just faster. 93% of employers agree that Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And here's the best part. Listeners of this show get a $75 sponsored job credit, giving your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash today. Just go to Indeed.com slash today right now and support this show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash today. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home. This morning, we're focusing on our changing shopping habits. A record number of people are using buy now, pay later. $940 million worth on Cyber Monday alone. Yeah, that's a 42% jump year over year. So what do you need to consider if you're thinking about going that route? NBC's senior business correspondent, Christine Romans, is here with details. Sounds very enticing. There's yep. no interest. You just pay it off later. Yep. So tell us what you it's think about it. basically like a loan. You're going up to the cash register or you're online. You purchase something and you're basically taking out a short term loan to pay this off over four or six weeks with no interest. It's great as long as you make sure that all of these payments are made and then you sort of beat the high interest environment. Uh, but if you mess up, then it's something that goes uh, on your permanent record. It goes right to the credit agencies. And then the interest rates must really kick yeah, in. Yeah, absolutely. So this is not like a credit card. And for a lot of people who are using this, they're using it instead of a credit card. So remember, you're going into debt. So my advice is always, if you're going into debt for something, make sure it's a necessity or it is that gift that one, your teenager wants the AirPods, right? Mm-hmm. And you can't pay for it right now. You're in a paycheck to paycheck uh, household. And then you buy these and you pay them off in six weeks. And so your kid gets the gift, but you have you have managed to find a way to finance it. So how does it work? So let's say I want to buy a mattress. So I buy the mattress. Right. I do a buy now, pay later. I pay a chunk of it. Right. Does the, do I have to make the payments? Do they take it out of my account? So when you work? sign up, it's almost like you're getting a quick loan. You're, they do like a soft credit credit search, and then they get your bank information, and they'll pull the money out of your bank. Uh. Each of these is different. And I would say really read the fine print because mm-hmm. it is a short-term loan. And they don't do it out of the kindness of their heart. They mm-hmm. do it because they make money at some point on it. So make sure that you find find the rules and that you have the means to be able to pay this thing off. Mm-hmm. And also, but remember, you want to be building credit, especially for all those young people who are using this. At some point, you're going to need to get a car loan or you're going to want to maybe think about a mortgage. So maybe you should be trying to sign up for services that help you when you pay your utilities on time. That's reported to the credit bureaus. So this this buy now, pay later routine does not help you with your credit. It doesn't no. go on your credit score, it, even if you do it well and you pay it off. It does not go on your credit. Most of 
them do not go on your credit, oh. but if you mess up, it will go on your credit. So remember, <laughs> that's here. not fair. <laughs> yeah. That's absolutely right. So, but I would, my advice to people would be, we're right in the middle of this consumer season. Just really make your list, check it twice yeah. and make sure that you're not buying things that aren't necessities outside of those, those big gifts, because debt is the worst hangover from such a wonderful season of the year. Uh, you know, there are something like 30, 35% of households who used debt you know, to pay for Christmas last year are still paying it this year. So if you, if you aren't able to pay for whatever reason, do they fine you? They just start charging interest. What happens? It starts, it's interest and it's fines and it's, um, you know, but mostly what's they have your bank information that, you know, there, you, Mm -hmm. you just have to be really careful on this. If you think you can pay for the mattress or the AirPods or whatever it is over Mm -hmm. six weeks, uh, you know, it's, it can be, a little bit of flexibility for people the holiday season, but be very careful with that flexibility. Yeah. All right. Good Thank advice. You, Christine. Thanks, Christine. Al, what you got? Well, what we got right now, guys, is some heavy showers and thunderstorms firing up along the Gulf Coast. And you can see they're starting to now push their way into Texas as well. And that's where we see a severe threat of weather this afternoon from a marginal risk up to about Dallas, but an enhanced risk in and around Houston. We're expecting some tornadoes today, hopefully not strong, but we're watching also for the localized threat of these large hail storms. So watch out for that. Rest of the country, it's going to be beautiful from Maine all the way down to Florida with plenty of sunshine and more temperate conditions. Snow starting to work its way into the Rockies and another big system coming into the Pacific Northwest. This is the first of many that's going to be uh, marching across the Pacific Northwest over the next several days. And that's your latest weather. Come on, let's go. Let's go, Corsi. Let's get to it. Lots to cover in Popstar today. We'll start with Cher. She has done it again. This track just landed the icon in a very elite group in the world of music. The singer's new holiday single, DJ Play a Christmas Song, and it just helped Cher hit a major milestone, a new number one song on Billboard's charts for seven decades in a row. Wow. The most recent uh, hit currently tops the dance electronic song sales chart. More, or at least other shared number ones over the years include going back to the 60s, I Got You, Babe, with yep. Sonny and Cher. Uh, then If I Could Turn Back Time in the 80s, mm-hmm. ever forget that video. And of course, 1999's Believe. So who else is in that elite club of having a number one hit for that long? The Rolling Stones, of oh, course. Oh. Those guys have uh, been doing it for a long time, of course. Their streak, uh, the chart topper, started back in the 60s with I Can't Get mm-hmm. No Satisfaction. Mm-hmm. Next up, Walker Hayes. Who could forget the country star's viral hit, Fancy Like? The song gave shout-outs to Applebee's and Natty Light and inspired one wildly popular TikTok dance. Well, now it's getting a holiday makeover. You can stream Fancy Like Christmas now. And by the way, mark your calendars, because if you'd like to watch that, Walker's bringing that fancy self right uh, right here to the Studio 1A very soon. going to treat us to a special Christmas Day performance. Looking forward to that. Next up, Queen, the band's epic 1981 concert recording, is heading to IMAX. In the show, Freddie Mercury, Brian May, Roger Taylor, and John Deacon take the stage with a performance of some of their greatest hits, including We Will Rock You, Somebody to Love, and Under Pressure. Queen Rock Montreal. It's in IMAX theaters. But for only one weekend only, January 18th to the 21st, you got to act fast. Looks like fast. it's a film today. I know. No, a long time ago. Next up, Travis Kelsey, the Kansas City tight end, making headlines again. Earlier this week, after social media, people spotted Taylor Swift liking this post, praising his latest NFL record. And in the new episode of Travis's podcast with his big brother, Jason, he addressed Swift's online support. Taylor Swift. That's right. <laughs> she liked an Instagram announcement from the Chiefs about you breaking this record. All right now. Um, thanks, Tay. I appreciate you um, on the uh, Chiefs Chiefs page. Has she always been a fan of tight end receiving yards? Is she a big 
tight end receiving yards? I'm not sure. It's a good question. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know if she's a fan of tight ends or not. Wow, that was a long way to go for that joke. Uh, well, I got to say, you know, the Swifties, nothing gets past the Swifties. Yeah, the fact but for Taylor to like. find that, you know, on the, on the Chiefs page and then to like it, you could like anything and it, right. someone sees it. Yeah. Nothing uh, is. I also gleaned that, I guess, their pet name or his pet name for us. Tay. I guess so. Tay. Finally, Saturday Night Live actress <laughs> Emma Stone gearing up for her fifth turn as host. And in the promo, she's showing off. What she's learned about comedy. Noah Kahan going to be musical guest on that show yesterday. SNL also announcing a lineup to finish out uh, the rest of the shows this year. A couple of good ones. Adam Driver coming back to host for the fourth time. That'll be on the 9th of December. That'll feature Olivia Rodrigo. Big show there. Plus, this former castmate making her return on the 16th. The problems with being a medium on Long Island is that a lot of people have shared experiences with their loved ones. Okay, uh, who had the grandfather who choked on a meatball palm? Everybody, okay. Um, uh, Impressionist extraordinaire oh, Kate McKinnon God. coming back to World Stomping Grounds in Studio 8H. The musical guest for that show, Billie Eilish. So Ooh. a couple of great ones to close cool. out the year for SNL. Looking good. forward to it. That's, That's good. good. Okay, straight ahead, one of our favorite Christmas elves is here, Stephanie Oppenheim, ready to reveal the hottest toys in Santa's bag this year. with our toy drive. The one and only Grammy winner, Sarah Bareilles. Sarah Bareilles? Yeah. To our friends at Squishmallow. Ooh. Love a Squishmallow. Someone loves a Squishmallow, too. They're donating 500 Squishmallows to the cost. So if you'd like to take part in our toy drive, wherever you live, all you have to do is scan that QR code on your screen right now. Or you can also go over to uh, today.com. Do you know who has a better voice than Sarah Bareilles? Not many. Nobody. Coming up, some added inspiration to give back this holiday season. Craig Shores shares an amazing thing that his family did with an old family home, and it's helping people in need. Oh, that's going to be a cool story, guys. Then Santa is checking his list. And if you need some ideas, well, toy portfolio Stephanie Oppenheim has them. She has rounded up the very best toys to give for the holidays. All right. Also, how lucky am I, guys? I got to say yes, chef, to the great Sean George. Oh, wow. took on a culinary tour, literally, of 50 Ooh. years. We were at his world-famous restaurant in honor of a huge career milestone. He even taught me to make some pizza. Wow. I may even have some for oh, you. Oh, yes. Yes, chef. My time with the great Jean-George. Okay. Oh, cool. Thank you, Carson. Looking mm-hmm. forward to that. Mr. Roker, how about one more check of the weather? Well, sir? I want you to bring you over here because oh. uh, you you specifically, Mr. Melvin. Oh. Yes, because uh, we have these 10-year-old girls mm-hmm. yeah. from South Carolina. Oh, God's it's country. their 10th birthday. They want to meet you. Oh, my gosh. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Hey, what's your name? Taylor Geist. Taylor Geist. Sarah Catherine Geist. Sarah Catherine Geist. Well, happy birthday. Thank you all for coming up. But I hope you get more than just Craig, I hope Craig so. for the birthday. <laughs> I, I mean, so. that's, a, that's a great present, but you can't wrap him up and take him home. All right, let's show you what we have going on as far as your weather is concerned. Let's look at the weekend. Friday, a dreary east coast. Uh, snow and wind in the Rockies. Another storm comes into the Pacific Northwest. Saturday, heavy rain in the southeast. Heavy snow in the Cascades. Sunny and mild down through Texas. And then Sunday, Sunday, it's looking wet again along the eastern seaboard. Some snow around the Great Lakes. Snow showers in the northern Rockies. Another storm comes into the Pacific Northwest. <laughs> and that is your latest one. Now, I heard somebody wants to go around the horn. Let's okay. Where Here we go. Al's doing it. Al's doing it. Come on, Al. Let's go, Al. 
Double around the horn. Oh, wow. Ladies. All right, Al, thank you. Coming up next, we got a little holiday cheer from the Melvins, why they decided to give an old family home a makeover. Not for themselves, but for families in need. That inspiring story. But first, this is today on NBC. And Craig, you've got a very special story on giving back this holiday season. Uh, well, you know, during the uh, this yearly season, a lot of us look forward to, to time at home, surrounded by family. But what about all those folks who don't have a place to call home? So recently, my family saw a chance to give that opportunity to some others, and we were thankful to take it. What makes a house a home? This small, one-level house outside Columbia, South Carolina, has been in my family for generations. It was actually built by my great-grandmother in 1950. It was also the first home my mother ever knew, staying here right after she was born. This is your first house, right? It was. This was where I came home to with my mom, who was an 18-year-old mother. My mom's family moved out, and my Aunt Margaret lived in the house for decades. For folks who don't know, what was that mom like? And Mark was fun. She didn't have any children, so she made sure that we had stuff. Over the years, we spent many happy times here on Sundays after church or on holidays. But Aunt Margaret had a lot of health issues. After she died, we realized the house was going to be sold at a court-ordered auction to settle unpaid medical bills. We couldn't let that happen, so we bought the house as a Mother's Day gift for my mom to keep it in the family. Together, we decided it could serve a greater purpose. We decided to lease it to a nonprofit called Family Promise for 25 years, for a dollar a year. Family Promise provides transitional housing to families in need. Jeffrey Armstrong is the executive director of the local chapter of Family Promise. What a gift like this does is it has a ripple effect because it allows families to remain together. So you don't have the, the mother or father figuring things out while the children stay in different places. Before anyone could move into the house, it needed work, a lot of work. My family paid for the project and dozens of local businesses and organizations helped to renovate the house. To say they took it down to the studs would be an understatement. Over a series of months, they redid everything. Oh my goodness, Craig. When you walked in, for the first time, what'd you think? I started crying. I just, I just started crying. Cause I, mm, it's more than I could have imagined. I cried a little bit too. This is a lot of memories. Now it was time for some new families to make memories here. My mom and I were there to welcome the first to move in. Jamila Buchanan with her 15 year old son, Jakai, and five year old daughter, Jania. They moved to Columbia from Tennessee last March and had been living in shelters and in churches until they found family promise. Oh my God. Hey! 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 <laughs> we took them on a tour of their new home, each child with a room of their own. Oh, 
Look at your room, Janelle. This is so pretty. The little touches making them feel at home. A welcome change from the past few years. What's the last few years been like for, for you? What's it been like for them? My steady, you know. Um, being that I was raised like that, I think it kind of followed me throughout my adulthood, you know. Stability is important. Very. <laughs> and were you having a hard time um, finding a place to live? Yes. When we moved here, I was wanting to find a place within a couple of months, but it didn't work out that way. So that's when I called Family Promise. And they were like angels. Yes. <laughs> God sent. <laughs> Come on, princess. The angels were with us when we all found one last surprise in back of the house. A playset with a plaque to honor my late niece Jasmine, who died of cancer at the age of three. Ready? A reminder that nothing is more precious than family. No place more important than home. <laughs> Higher? Higher? Oh, never high enough. Beautiful. Uh, so families stay in transitional housing there for six months to a year, mm. and then that time they give 30% of their income to Family Promise to hold. When the family is ready to leave, they get that money mm. back to use for more permanent housing. So mm. one of the reasons that we're sharing this story is to highlight the, the program for other families out there who may have a home that's sitting empty in their family. They might consider donating that. I should mention... Uh, that my mom is an unpaid member of the board of that, that Family Promise chapter. She's worked what with them that? for a long, long time, she has. hasn't she? She has. That was so beautiful, well, Greg. Wow. Thank you. She has to pay it forward. Uh -huh. How meaningful. Her childhood home where she came yeah. when she was yeah. a baby and, mm -hmm. and to have so much history there. And, and <laughs> well, we, you know, we, we've talked about this. You want to try to give folks their, their flowers mm -hmm. when, they, yep. when they can enjoy them. So yes. we try. But I, I want to thank Pete, Josh, and Mungo Homes Foundation specifically because mm -hmm. they yeah. really brought that that project to life. That was Absolutely. beautiful. You did a beautiful Great. job. Way to, go. Way to job. go. Thank you. Well, coming up next, how about some inspiration for Santa or anybody with kids they need to shop for? We're going to reveal the best toys for people of all ages. Oh, I need some QR codes. <laughs> is that, a, today is that a Hoda Kotb puzzle? Recording artist Hoda Kotb puzzle. Wow. In-laws, love them or hate them, you're pretty much stuck with them. And when you're a ruler in the Middle Ages, that can be a serious problem. It might even land you dead. I'm Dan Jones, and on season four of This Is History, I'm telling the story of England's weirdest king, Henry III. He's in way over his head, and he's surrounded by bloodthirsty relatives with their eyes on his throne. To listen, search This Is History and follow wherever you get your podcasts. Something bad has happened to Mom. Streaming now on Peacock. Joy Delaney, mother of four, has gone missing. From the author of Big Little Lies and Nine Perfect Strangers. She will come back. You think we're this, like, big happy family? Oh, oh, oh. I have a confession. Starring Oscar nominee Annette Bening, Sam Neill, Jake Lacey, and Alison Brie. Secrets will poison any family. And what you don't know can hurt you. Apples never fall. Streaming now only on Peacock. Days of, the 25 Days of Christmas kicks off tomorrow, and if you are looking to help Santa find the best toys, got you covered here with some of her favorites as today contributor Stephanie Oppenheim, co-founder of Toy Portfolio. Stephanie, speaking of flowers, you've been doing this for 28 years on this show. I started when I was 10. I know, that's obviously. My Look at this. Yeah, my mom's home. She started, oh my goodness, that's some 90s hair uh, with Katie. Um, and my mom's home, and she started in the 80s with uh, Brian and James. I mean, that's yeah, just so incredible. It's a real tradition. 
Vacation is our favorite time of year. And Let's I want to show you our platinum toy list for older toddlers. I love a building set. This is Mega Blocks, but it also has a musical component to it. That's cute. So they can build. The pieces are upsized, so they're safe enough for older toddlers. Sweet spot for this is going to be like two and three-year-olds. All right. Now, you know uh, preschoolers love pretend, so I love this pizza oven from Fat Brains. I love the clicking. Mm-hmm. Our testers love the fact that there was a wood component. The pizza is held together with Velcro. It's got all the toppings. There's a menu, a great one to pull out when the family's together. Your preschooler can take everybody's menu, you know, orders for their favorite thing. All right. Magnet tiles. I'm sure they're in your house. We are. We're going to race. We're going to race. You and I ready? One, two, three, go. So well, that didn't go. Whoa. Okay. Well, you t- okay. So what's new this year is they've added tracks. That's and so cool. if you have this toy at home, you can also buy the tracks separately, which is a great way to bring new life because this is an expensive investment kind of toy. Now, I'm not supposed to have favorites, but honestly, this is my favorite toy. Oh. This is air tubes. Is it? There we go. There we go. Way to now, go. Oh, that's this fun. Is open-ended. This is physics. It's engineering because wow. they can do it differently every time. Here, have a try. And it's Mark 3 and up. And honestly, everybody in the family will want to play fun. with this one from Fat Brains. A really innovative <laughs> toy. Like one of the best uh, trends we saw this year was creativity. And this is certainly a great example Can you of that. make the tubes go in different shapes? Yeah, that's stuff? what I love about it. Oh. It really is a puzzle that the kids can put together. That's neat. Now, activity toys are also great to have when everyone starts saying, I don't have anything to do. Yeah, I'm bored. Day. Fans of the Very Hungry Caterpillar are going to love this series from Creativity for Kids. They're going to do a little fine motor skills here oh. by putting the pom-poms in for a slightly older kids. There are sun catchers. So, you know, Eric Carl was all about collaging. And here the kids are going to add their own, oops, their own collages with the stickies so oh, that they can fun. have the experience of working with different colors. Making something for the family pet is also lovely. This is the pet dish kit from Mindware. What a great idea. So it is so nice. And I love the fact that it's something that they can put together maybe with mom and dad and then have fun painting it. And it is a working dish kit as well. Family games, also super important. Yes. You want to have things that everybody can do together. This is from Eboo. It's an indoor scavenger hunt. I suggest giving this to the family and teams. But this is designed for younger kids. So here they might look for a single object or something that's red or a spoon. They don't have to be readers to do that. Okay, we're almost out of time. Oh, finally, this is my favorite. You know, we always have puzzles on our kit, yes. on our list. This is Puzzle Face. So you use their app. You get 300 pieces that they can put together. And then look what happens. Look at the reveal. Oh, wow. And this is you. So you can use a Benny picture. Yeah, That's really which is cool. great. It's never, you know, you can make a new picture every time. Thank you, Stephanie. We've got all of these and more on today.com slash gifts. Just ahead, Carson's rolling up his sleeves for a cooking lesson from one of the most famous chefs in the world. But first, this is Today on NBC. We are back with our special series, Yes, Chef and Carson. Wow, you got a great one for us today. Lucky me, lucky me. That's <laughs> right. I had a chance to uh, catch up with one of the most famous chefs in the world, the one and only Jean Georges, at his famed House of the Red Pearl restaurant as the culinary genius marks a really important milestone. I'm in Lower Manhattan at the Tin Building. This is the old historic fish market in New York. And I'm here today to celebrate 50 years of culinary excellence with, yes, the one and only Jean Georges. Come on. 
chef Jean George is one of the world's most famous chefs. His vision redefined and revolutionized the culinary landscape. 50 years of culinary excellence for you. It doesn't feel like 50 years, you know, but I started an apprenticeship at 16, 1973. What kind of kid were you? What do you mean? You were a dropout? You were a troubled dropout, kid? Dropout, bad, delinquent, really? whatever, you name it, I was there. Did you ever steal anything? No, 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 no. I heard there was a motorcycle that went missing in your town. I was part of it, but I don't do, I don't do it. <laughs> okay, I fair promise. <laughs> he says for his 16th birthday, his parents took him to his first upscale restaurant in France, and he was hooked from the very first bite. It took me for my 16th birthday to a three-star Michelin. I looked around, I opened my eyes, I said, I didn't know you could do a living out of food. For me, food was a at home, right. pot on the table, everybody serves themselves. What do you remember about that? What did it look like? What did you smell? What did you see? I mean, the ballet of the waiters, uh, we had a tasting menu, five courses. Every bite was like magic. Jean-Georges says his father asked the chef if he could use an extra pair of hands. Two days later, he was hired. Would you say that dinner when you were 16 for your birthday was, was that when you really got bit by the bug that you might want to do this long term? I was taking a bite of my main course. I said, this is the life I want to be in. Feeding people, pleasing people. So that was my, uh, my calling, I guess. Today, his empire includes 60 restaurants worldwide, from New York to London to Tokyo. We sample dishes spanning his legendary 50-year career. We have sashimi. Oh my gosh, look at this. I mean, the beautiful salmon, the tuna from Montauk, scallop, fluke. Cheers. Cheers. Delicious. Thank you. I'm an oyster guy. It's so fresh, so pristine. I think it's all about balance. Do you have a favorite of all of your restaurants? I mean, my first one, Jojo. And what is that named after? Is that your name when you were a kid? It's my nickname. Explain I would call Jojo the Terror. Jojo the Terror. And your first <laughs> restaurant was Jojo. Jojo, yes. May I call you Jojo the Terror? Absolutely. <laughs> Jojo the Terror. Is there anything about that that has carried over into your career? The risk taking? I always take risk, yeah. Even today, it's part of my DNA. Only if tomorrow everything crumbles for me, I open a little stand in the street and I do some street food. Yeah, there you go again. Jojo the Terror. In, in you, the still, you still Back think your street. empire's gonna crumble <laughs> and you're gonna have to sell oysters on the corner in New York. Why not? That's the, that's the secret to your success. <laughs> Always remaining so humble. Here we're going back to France. Escargot. I love escargot. Now describe, you just had a bite of the most quintessential French dish arguably ever and you're the best in the world. What goes through your mind when you have escargot like that? With chopsticks? With chopsticks. <laughs> Is that okay or do I have to edit that out? No, no. I can CGI in the proper French fork. No, 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 no. <laughs> I don't have a reputation to protect. One of his secret weapons, a strong food memory. Do you write it down? Or you just remember it? It's a food memory. Food memory. Forever. You're like the Jay-Z of chefs. No. <laughs> Jay-Z remembers all of his raps. Uh, you're comfortable with this, no? Oh yeah, I know that. He's inspired from uh, a trip to Morocco, to Marrakech. It doesn't exist in Italy. Nobody does lemon pizza in Italy. Cheeseness. Chili flakes. That's a great appetizer. It's light. The flavor, I've never really had anything like it. I mean, the, the Myers lemon and the, it, it tastes some, like something so familiar, but something so foreign at the same time. And that leaves me, you know, wanting another bite to try it. <laughs> Thank you. Should we step into the Italian kitchen? I would love that. That's honor, chef, honor. Thank you. Let's go make a pizza. 
Like I say, it's, it's, it's like a marshmallow. It's the softest dough ever. It's like a marshmallow. Yes. Beautiful. We're gonna add a bit of a uh, fontina, ricotta, a little bit of uh, parmesan, lemon slice. Yep. And mine's pretty good. Yours is amazing. Okay. You have to go fast. That's it. You hire. I love it. That's it. What time do I start? <laughs> I'll be here. Give my notice at the Today Show. So long, everybody. <laughs> this made my ear. Yours is better. He said mine was better. I think because when you put it in, uh, in the oven, you Drop stretch it. it a little bit. Huh? Yeah. You'll you get there. You'll get there. <laughs> yeah. One more time. Happy golden anniversary, Chef. Thank you. What an honor. Thank you. Thank you very much. What an amazing wow. guy. Jean-Georges spent five years in Asia before coming to the States, so flavors like the lemongrass and ginger were a big influence. And as a treat, he sent us some um, some beautiful, fresh lemon pies, as he mentioned, mm. from Marrakesh, mm. where it was inspired. It's really good. It's yeah. kind of surprising. You wouldn't think you wouldn't a lemon think pizza. These are real delicious. slices with the, uh, with, with the peel on them, and they're delicious. I mean, he's yeah. obviously one of the best chefs in uh-huh. the world. We know yeah. that now. But what a great guy. What a great person. Mm-hmm. Um, so much history. He cares so deeply, even now, about every Thing that he does, and and this moment he loves more than anything. Mm. You enjoying his food. Mm. You guys clip right interview. This is from the Frenchman's dough, in, mm. in part of his uh, his mm. whole thing there in the South Street. I think we'll Carsey. call you Car Car the Crazy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, coming up. On Jojo the, the Terror. <laughs> Merci beaucoup, Monsieur. Oh, lovely. Coming up on the fourth hour, Issa Rae and the stars of her funny new HBO comedy. First on the third hour, we're gonna help you get ready for winter. What do you think, Al? This is yummy. Fantastic. Good, right? I really like it. 